0: hello 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 everyone welcome back to gay side stories where the gay shit goes and if you're like me it's where the gay shit goes to die i am your host Trillificent. thank you so much for joining me for another week uh, i want to remind everyone to please use the hashtag gay side pod when you're live tweeting or posting about the show on your social media thank you to everyone that does that Something new, really quick. I am doing an audience survey. I want to get a a glimpse of the kind of listeners that I have, the different demographics and whatnot. So I would ask everyone to please take a few minutes out of your day when you're listening to the show or when you get done listening to the show. Whenever you have some time to spare and go and take this survey, you can get to the survey at bit.ly slash survey. That link will be in the show notes and it is also on the website GaySideStories.com under the extras header. So with all of the housekeeping out of the way for now, I have a guest and I'm excited about this guest. I'm excited about this show. So special guest, please introduce yourself.
1: Hello everyone. My name is Darius. Um I go by Darius Amore online.
0: Amore. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist.
1: that's um, all right. Um, and that's my real name. It's not one of those, you know, I moved out of town and decided to change my name and my persona. That is oh. my real name. <laughs> so, yeah. That was, okay, sure. <laughs> you know they, You know they do it.
0: <laughs> they, they, they do it. I was just going to say, oh, it's not a stage name, but okay. You know, you went a different direction and that's fine. That's okay. (laughs) That is, that's fine. (laughs) That is. So thank you so much for joining me. (laughs) I am, like I said, I'm excited about this and I'm excited about having you on the show. So without any further ado, let's get into some of these segments. First up the school and life segment Uh Uh a quick reminder you guys the school and life segment is something that i like to highlight that helped me uh, get through the week or maybe something that i'm looking forward to that is helping me get through my week so my school and life this week is i am looking forward to a trip to dallas um i have not been on any kind of trips in quite some time and i feel like it's past time for me to just get out of this city and breathe some different air. Hopefully it don't stink. <laughs> uh and Dallas is not a city that I've ever really explored. Um as long I've lived in Texas all my life and Dallas is not as close to Houston as people seem to think. Texas is really, really fucking big. Right. Dallas is a good four hours. Now four hours to me, it's not far, but it's not close. It's not like I'm just going to be like, oh, OK, well, I'm just going to go to Dallas. I mean, people do that all the time, because, again, especially living in Houston, being so big, long distance driving is not as big of a deal to us. Mm. But it's also not one of those. Well, I'm just going, you know, get in the car and I'll be in Dallas in 20 minutes. Like, no, it, it's it's still a good four hours, maybe three hours and 15 minutes three and a half hours depending on how you drive right but so i'm looking forward to going and just just being somewhere different and enjoying that for a couple of days and i will report back on the shenanigans after that trip what's
1: the situation are you just going like um just to get away or are you going to uh for a specific reason like is there an event there or
0: no i'm just going to get away that's what's up yeah so, and I believe that I'm going to be able to link up with my friend Candace that I do the Ratchet Ramblings podcast with. She's going to coincidentally be there around the same time. So, be on the lookout for the niggatry. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's, my, what's up. that's my school in life. What about you? Uh,
1: my school in life uh, is, I have actually been on vacation Uh, for the last I don't know like six or seven days I unintentionally took ten days off of work work and nobody knew that I was off I've literally been hiding out in my house um, doing nothing every day Uh, like I've been doing like little things like um, like paying bills here and there I'll go for a walk I'll go to the store um, but other than that just been like watching trash TV because my schedule can get really ridiculous, so, these, this past week or so has been just amazing, um, so,
0: come vacation yes. staycation,
1: okay, it's been great, like, I have to go back to work on Monday, but i you know, you know how, like, you take a vacation and you dread going back, All like, right. I don't feel, I don't feel like that, because I've been gone for so long, like, I yeah, just feel listen, like
0: ten days that's a real vacation.
1: It really it really is. But again, had somebody known that I was off, like yeah. they would be like, Oh, well come through. Well, you ain't got nothing to do. You know, like no. I've just been keeping, you know, staying off the radar and, and it's minding my business.
0: Yeah. That sounds pretty good to me. It's swell even. <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> <laughs> All right so we're gonna move on to the next segment that is the come quick segment I'm gonna come sir Oh yeah! so this week we're gonna do something a little different I came across a couple of articles that I wanted to talk about on the show so the first article is entitled Texas jury gave a man no prison time because quote unquote gay panic drove him to kill don't know if you've seen this but (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah.
1: okay
0: yeah all right yeah yeah i know what you're laughing (laughs) at and yeah it just just sounds so ridiculous but anyway
1: we've all been there but i never wanted to kill anybody. no
0: we have not all been there let's not say that we've not all been there but no i mean
1: we've all had like gay rage and like but i never wanted to kill anybody
0: i don't know what gay rage is (laughs) i mean
1: you just it all, all gay things that cause you to just be over it. Um, um,
0: I think you might be misunderstanding what the gay panic is. So let me run through the story. Okay, let me let me read it. Let me hear it, man. So here are the stat or here's the statistics of the story. It's a 69 year old former policeman named James Miller, and he stabbed his 32 year old neighbor Daniel Spencer to death two years ago after Spencer allegedly tried to kiss him. So Miller claimed that he feared for his life. However the reason why they call it the gay panic defense is because killing a gay person over sexual advances is known as the gay panic defense.
1: I've never heard about this in my life.
0: Uh, Yeah. And it is actually banned in California and Illinois, thanks to efforts by the national LGBT bar association. So basically what happened was from what was in the article, uh, the man Miller and the neighbor Spencer were at Spencer's house playing guitar uh miller claims that the man tried to kiss him he dodged it or whatever um and then supposedly the man like tried to attack him with a glass or something like that coincidentally he ended up stabbing the man in the back two times and killing him so the jury she could see my face Andy, i can imagine because same So the jury accepted Miller's version of events. They found him guilty of criminally criminally negligent homicide, a lesser charge than manslaughter that's usually applied to those who contribute to a person's death by refusing to render aid or take necessary precautions. Miller was sentenced to 10 years probation, six months jail time, 100 hours of community service, and an $11,000 fine of restitution to Spencer's family. And a requirement to wear a portable alcohol breathalyzer device for one year.
1: Okay, wait. Back up just for like a second. Mm-hmm.
0: This is called gay what? Gay panic.
1: Okay, see, I I was all the way off. Like I thought yeah, gay I thought panic was- and gay rage was like when the water won't get clear after like you know 17 tries or something like that or the line is extremely long at bulldogs
0: i no 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 yeah we're talking about something serious here (laughs) no jesus uh that's why i'm
1: like what so that's insane
0: yeah so a little bit more about gay panic so there's gay panic and it's uh sister or brother or whatever you want to call it trans panic and those are defenses that are often used in the hopes of getting charges reduced or a leniency in sentencing. So wow. basically it's when one of our trans sisters gets killed and the man, because it's usually a man, it's usually a black man. If it's a black trans woman saying, Oh, she tricked me or something of that nature. That's the trans panic. Like I panic because I didn't know she was trans right. I panic because he was coming on to me like a dude would do to a woman you know what i mean right so uh last tidbit david mcconnell Mc- the author of american horror killings desire and rage among men says the gay panic defense is also sexist a cover for toxic masculinity and just the defense for attacking already vilified second-class citizens um yeah So I'm speechless. I mean, yeah, when I read this, it just, I was still very confused because I'm like, if he's attacking you, how did he get stabbed in the back? Right. I'm, I'm confused, but somehow, some way the jury believes him. And obviously there's nobody to speak for the now deceased Daniel Spencer. Right. So this man basically gets off with a slap on the wrist for killing his neighbor.
1: And to me, that's definitely rooted in some toxic masculinity shit, because you could have just said, hey, bro, not interested.
0: I mean, and and that's if it
1: even happened and went on about your day.
0: Yeah that's if it even happened because there's nobody to say otherwise just because i'm assuming that the man daniel spencer maybe was openly gay Mm -hmm. because otherwise i mean i guess you could still use this anyway but it makes more sense if one of them is known to be gay because then people's prejudices will automatically pop out like oh he was gay yeah i know how them gay men be doing they can't keep it in their pants they can't keep their hands off nobody etc etc but looking at it I'm just I mean I don't know all the facts of the case maybe there was something in it that made the jurors think otherwise but number 1 it it's Texas and I can say that cuz I live here and it's trash I'm not going to sit here and and sugarcoat anything Texas can be trash as hell uh so that's number 1 it's Texas number 2 it's it's a jury and it's usually juries are pretty conservative Mm-hmm. even if they don't live conservative lives they put out an outward conservative image and number three like i said last week in my friendly reminder homophobia is real there's a very real possibility that people on the jury believe this man's story just because of their preconceived notions of how gay men act how they are they right. know for a fact how gay men are. And a lot of them probably have never even interacted with the gay man, or if they did, it was on some, I don't know, some cliche shit. Oh, you like to go shopping or something stupid like that. Or oh, you watch Drag Race. Never having actually interacted and understood gay men. So I had to give it a side eye because it just, it just feels like there's so many instances where lives are being taken and there's no real punishment right you know and i I don't know if it's just people are getting numb to people killing other people or if it's one of those things where it's like i mean secretly i feel like they got what they deserve so i don't feel like he should have to pay for it but it's just i don't know
1: I also think like there's all there's this um misconception too like this invisible threat that uh you know gay men are perverts and trans people are monsters and um you know they their agenda is to I don't know, kill, steal and destroy.
0: I I I don't know what the thought
1: is behind it. Yeah, that's what I said. That
0: preconceived notion. Yeah, gay it's, it's, people or, or what people in the community the lgbt community are what they do what their agenda is and this is how it comes out that someone's right. life is taken someone's son is taken away someone's friend you know someone's lover or whatever he was to, to multiple people is is gone and the only thing you could say is well he tried to kiss me so i had to kill him
1: huh right And then the slap on the wrist reinforces that in the mind of minds of a bunch of other people. Like they think, you know, it's justifiable because this man when this man should have the ultimate punishment for murdering another person.
0: Exactly. So Wow. That's something out there. Like I said last week, homophobia kills, transphobia kills. The jokes and everything, all of that kind of stuff. Ha ha funny funny, but This is where it's rooted. 100%. You take take something like this and you can turn around and make a joke out of it for retweets and for ha-has, for LOLs and for reposts on Instagram or whatever the case may be or even in your comedic stand-up set. But there are people who are losing their lives. And the outrage is minimal. Like, that's the part
1: that upsets me, too. Mm -hmm. Like, I clearly I hadn't heard about this story at all. Right. But something like something like that should be like big news. You know what I'm saying? Even like when there was like a string or uh, like a steady stream, uh, stream of uh, black trans women being killed and some of them were popping up in the news like here and there and you know you start there was starting to be you know a little bit of talk about it, a little bit of uproar and I'm like why isn't this bigger? Why are not we talking about this every day? Why aren't we starting campaigns to stop this? Like mm-hmm. it should be bigger news.
0: I agree. I agree.
1: So wow,
0: I saw another article.
1: I'm gonna just be quiet for this next one until you give a full
0: discussion., <laughs> <laughs> cause you sure did assume I sure did. Indeed.
1: Jumped right in there didn't I You sure did Okay I'll wait I'm gonna put myself on pause for this Okay
0: one. so this article says Jessica Chastain sums up the problem With the phrase quote unquote Be a man in one tweet So the The tweet reads Can we please eliminate the phrase Stop crying be a man The old fashioned stereotype Doesn't work let's cherish The vulnerabilities of men These their lives depend on it 121 Americans die by suicide each day according to the Centers for Disease Control, and 93 of them are men. So, I'm going to start off by saying that I've always hated that phrasing and that line of thinking. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up and having that told to me, you know, men be a man uh, a men don't cry you know men don't walk like that men don't do this men don't do that and i've always internalized that i've always hated being told that and i've there have been times when i've had to check people around me using that phrasing and kind of being that line of thinking and it to be honest usually it's a a cis head black woman Mm -hmm. because they have it in their head that this is what a man is and anything that deviates is trash or i need to speak up about it and it's like at the same time you're feeding into all of the negative aspects of of men and of masculinity it it kind of feeds that toxic masculinity because people have men in a box and you don't allow them to make, to express themselves. You don't allow them to be creative. You don't allow them to do the things that they want to do. You stifle them. And then you wonder why they unleash in unhealthy ways. You wonder why right. they drink. You wonder why they hit people. You wonder why they hate everyone. You wonder why they always have something bad to say. Why they don't believe when someone is something bad is happening to someone. But this is kind of like, a to, to me, this is where it starts. It starts all the way from damn near infancy be a man be a man be a man be a man this is what a man is and I'm not saying that you can't influence or try to influence you know children to to be masculine because you feel like they're a boy but you have to let you have we let me say that we because honestly gay men are just as guilty of this as any other sect of people truth we have to stop putting men in a box right you know what I mean like there's a reason why there's that hashtag black boy joy Mm -hmm. because so often black men are not able to find joy or they're only able to find joy allowed to find joy in a small number of ways if it doesn't have something to do with sports if it doesn't have something to do with women then Yeah that's not the path you need to go bro you know what i mean so right. i i agreed with the tweet you know we need to we need to let this idea of men don't have emotions and men shouldn't show emotion men shouldn't show weakness number one let's get one thing straight crying is not an automatic sign of weakness okay because right. i can attest to myself when i get frustrated mm-hmm. and when i get furious I might I might leak from the from the orbital socket a bit, you know, and that doesn't mean I'm weak. More than likely, if you got me to the point where I'm so frustrated that it's coming out of my eyes versus my mouth, you might be in serious danger. And that's just real. But crying is not a sign of weakness and anything that is that is vulnerable showing vulnerability that's not a weakness you know we we've we've people have been saying this for years but we have to keep saying it because just as, you know there's two three times as many people that will still say that's not how a man should act and i don't mm-hmm. want my i don't want you know you, you see you see women on twitter all the time i don't want my man crying and da, 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 da. he need to be a man and da, 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 da. who says that crying is not an, a, a reality for a real man
1: Right, he well, has I mean,
0: emotions complex emotions that he needs to express too you know we well, have to get away with this lie of emotions are, fem- are a quote unquote female trait exactly. only women exhibit emotions and men you know men eat steak and, and potatoes and that's just the end of it it's like right. no like because a lot of uh, I don't again okay Let me <laughs> reel it in reel it in
1: reel it in <sighs> I think uh, I think pe- parents and people often forget that you know crying and getting emotional is is a human trait. It's not a, just a woman trait, it's not you know a punk trait, or you know whatever the names that they want to call you, or whatever. It's a human trait. It's the way that our bodies you know express emotion in a healthy way. Like tears never hurt anybody. They relieve stress. You know, they they relieve emotion, and it further reinforces you know men to go out and kill people and burn shit down and shoot up schools and you know because they're not allowed to just cry and be human and you know let their emotions come out you know in a natural non-toxic non-lethal way Um, I can't if it has happened I don't remember it you know personally like my family you know I remember my family telling me not to play with dolls, but I don't remember them, you know, telling me not to cry, but I've seen it. I've seen it, you know, from different family members, different friends, you know, telling their kid, you know, their son like, you know, you cry like a little girl or mm-hmm. stop stop all that crying like a little, you know, you acting like a little punk. Like and, a little bitch. Right, and I'm sitting in the back like cringing cuz I'm like that's a that's a child like <laughs> You know, you can
0: cry. That's what they do.
1: It's it's what they do. I mean, you can you can encourage them to, you know, channel their energy into doing something else uh, or try to distract them or something. But, you know, they're going to cry. They're going to get upset. And having that natural emotion and letting that emotion, you know, run its course is it's an okay thing. You don't Mm -hmm. you don't have to block it with, uh, you know, toxic uh, ideals. Uh, But, you know, I'm just going to I'm not raising any kids. And uh,
0: (laughs) so here's the thing about that, because people love to say, don't you know, don't tell people how to raise their kids. And for the most part, I stay out of it. However, Mm -hmm. if I have something to say, then like Jasmine Masters, I'm going to say it because the (laughs) thing about it that y'all. Who are raising children have to realize is you're raising the child but the rest of us have to deal with them motherfuckers
1: that is true
0: okay so if you're raising trash don't get upset if they get treated like trash out here that's true because it starts at home we have the outside world has to deal with with the tactics of how you choose to raise your child yeah so to punctuate my thoughts on this though i will say and i've said this on the show many times many People on different platforms say it all the time. Google is like a golden girl. Google is the fifth golden girl. She is a friend. She is a <laughs> confidant. And I you- I challenge people, people hearing my voice, seeing my tweets, or interacting with friends of mine, I challenge you to Google what emotions mean and what are mm. emotions what qualifies as an emotion because a lot of times to get back to what the article is saying about being a man manhood is so wrapped up in anger anger is an emotion
1: mm-hmm.
0: so a lot of times when men feel like they're they're sweeping under the, they're getting away from the whole emotional rhetoric if you're walking around angry all the time if your response to everything is some level of anger guess what you emotional
1: right true
0: just because you're not crying just because you're not displaying a different range of emotions that doesn't mean a you're not emotional and it doesn't mean b that what you're doing is healthy just like you were saying earlier that toxic emotion erupting it usually Mm -hmm. will erupt and have you doing something you don't have any business doing now i'm not saying that that's an excuse because sometimes you know what i don't want to get into that but my point is, <laughs> if you are unfamiliar, G-O-O-G-L-E, okay, ask Siri. Be like, Siri, what's up, B? What's the definition of emotions? What are some examples of emotions? And I guarantee, I guarantee anger will be on there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What you call it? Sister Mary Google?
0: Yes. Sister Mary uh, Google. She She is tried and true
1: right and what well, if I could and if I could just say one more thing about that, like I remember growing up and thinking when people would make uh certain comments on what being a man is, or you know you know don't cry like a little punk, you need to be a man, a man up, and all that stuff, My ideals on what being a man is has always been tied to um you know taking care of business, uh, making sure that you know. You are the leader, you know, in your family, Um, you know, being responsible, uh, having an education. I mean, and again, these things are tied into just being a a human and being a person. Um, But if I was going to be tied to some ideals on what a man is, it was always to be respectful, be honest, be, you know, uh, look out for my family, protect my family, uh, be a role model to my nephew it never was to walk a certain way or not to cry in public or not to be emotional or it, I just did, I didn't understand how that made you a man.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's one of those, things. that's all I say about it. Everyone has a different idea of what it means to be a man. And I don't know, seven times out of 10, it's some unhealthy shit. So, <laughs> right. I'm just saying. Just saying. So, uh, I think that is going to wrap up the come quick segment. So, let's get to the good shit. The gooder shit. Because maybe the shit that we just did was good. Maybe. Anyway. I always want to do
1: the the sound bites. (laughs) Like, I'm going to come quick. What is that? (laughs) I'm going to come, sir, or something like that.
0: I always want to say them. Like, And I am not going to say where I got that from. So, main topic. (laughs) I saw an article and it said the seven habits of couples with the hottest sex lives. However, before we get into those seven habits, we're going to talk a little bit about a sexual habit that one celebrity says that he does not do. So Yeah. If you are unfamiliar, apparently DJ Khaled was on the Breakfast Club and my illustrious guest, Darius, had to let me know because I don't I don't do anything that related to the Breakfast Club. I don't watch their interviews. I don't watch the clips. I don't that is no. It's a no for me. <laughs> but because this was on the vein and for the show I said, okay, fine. So I watched the clip. So DJ Khaled Yes that DJ The we the best uh, Whatever the fuck else he says mm. DJ Khaled That one He says that he does not Quote unquote go down uh, In lamest terms He don't eat pussy And I Immediately when I saw this My first thought was But you fat Oh my god So uh, I mean
1: Oh my god I, Can you Can you uh, <laughs> Can you edit a downtone tone
0: <laughs> no, i mean maybe i'm wrong but i'm like you, you and that's not i'm not being shady or anything the fact is the fact like you are fat you're a fat man and i just always assume that for fat heterosexual men like eating pussy was was like the holy grail for them Oh my god Like if they don't do nothing else They gonna They gonna Yum yum They gonna do it kitty, You know what I mean They gonna make that kitty purr So I have never, saying, heard oh, okay. <laughs> never
1: heard that in my life Oh okay Never heard that in my life Oh Okay I thought it was just I just thought that's what you're supposed to do. I didn't I didn't. Well, that, too.
0: But especially you know, if you're
1: married,
0: I've been around in enough circles and I've been on Twitter long enough that that's, you know, like kind of like the running joke. But I don't mm. think it's it's. But again, like I've said before, jokes are usually rooted in truth. That's true. And so that's very true. I've always heard and I'm talking about all the way from high school is like if the niggas husky he gonna be licking that musky so okay (laughs) hey i was confused when i saw this and he was very adamant about it so he said he was but the thing about it is it, it it and the reason why i was glad that you presented this to talk about on the show is because it went beyond just no i don't eat pussy yep So Mm -hmm. let me just a few highlights of what he said. And I only watched a clip. It was like a minute and 34 seconds. Mm -hmm. Maybe he tried to clean it up later. Maybe he didn't. I don't really care. He said basically because they asked him, don't you feel like, you know, it's kind of like praising your woman or something like that. He feels like his praising of his woman or his women, because you know how these niggas are, or these men. But he feels like praising is kind of limited to the material possessions and the financial like don't you enjoy this food that you're able to cook? Don't you enjoy this house? Don't you enjoy me taking care of your family? And it's like but that's not praising the individual that's not praise. Exactly. That is those are things that you agreed to do Mm
1: -hmm. as
0: a husband and as a provider. But that, that, that doesn't praise your actual wife for being a a human being being a woman and being your wife right he also feels like he's the king and i'm paraphrasing but basically what he was saying sounded to me like he feels like i'm the king so i should be catered to and not the other way so apparently eating pussy is catering to women um he also feels like there are different rules for men and women so to yep. him it's okay for a man to refuse to go down but not for a woman because they asked him they're like well what if a woman's like no i don't i don't do that is that okay he was like no that's not okay he'll kill kill and i was like um what is happening like are you serious
1: uh yeah, i was very irritated after after watching it i i laughed to myself uh and I was irritated because I I just don't see how material things um, equate satisfaction in the bedroom. Right. I, I just don't see it. And then for him to say, like, you know, I'm the king and, and uh, one of the hosts was just like, well, you know, well, wouldn't that make your wife your queen? Like, mm-hmm. how does she not get to enjoy, you know, being pleasured? In the same way that you do and and when he said there's a different set of rules and I was like okay well this niggas trash (laughs) like that's that that's immediately I was like you're trash because at the end of the day I I always believe I've always believed that um, like sex is is a form of communication Mm -hmm. and you you feel like you know you're satisfying her with these material things and like at the end of the day, you're not you're not talking to her body. You're not talking to like her her inner feelings. You know, you are just giving her shit. And somebody left a comment, which I was like, well, somebody's eating it. And oh and I was just like, oh my,
0: oh my,
1: oh well. <laughs>
0: so a couple of things. Number one, I don't know why DJ Khaled is talking about his personal sex life at all. Also um, that. I don't know how they got to that. I don't really want to know because that's just—I don't know. It's just not where I want my thought process to go. Um, and number two, I guess if she if she likes it, I love it. I mean, if you don't want that that monkey wrenched, then uh, enjoy not getting it wrenched. <laughs> but my issue with this is all of the men who agree with this who agree that they shouldn't have to do anything for a woman but a woman should have to do everything for them and i know that might sound a little weird because here i am a gay nigga on a lgbt podcast talking about straight people sex but again because y'all accost us with your sex so much and so Mm -hmm. often i'm gonna have an opinion yeah why not deal with it because y'all have all the things to say about us Mm
1: -hmm.
0: so i just feel like you're number one you automatically get a couple of you get a few trash points for reinforcing that stereotype of not stereotype the the thought that there's a double standard between what women do and what men do and i just i don't get that i mean again again i don't want to get too much into the personal aspects because maybe i mean i don't know what his ethnicity is exactly it could Mm -hmm. be something cultural i mean my my niggy sense says that it's probably not because you're so immersed in hip-hop culture exactly so exactly. if it is cultural, it's probably hip-hop culture and not like in your actual ethnic culture.
1: Yeah. Someone actually left a comment and was just like, well, this man is Middle Eastern, so obviously. And I'm just like, you know, from my experience uh, with uh, my people that are um, of different you know, backgrounds, there's what you say to your friends that you don't do, and then there's what actually goes on.
0: in the bedroom that's that's everybody
1: right um and that's one and then to piggyback off something you said earlier um i just kept thinking to myself this must be embarrassing for his spouse because regardless of what they do and don't do like why are you discussing this in like a group setting like yeah you could have deflected and just be like, listen, you know what goes on in my bedroom is that that's what we do. We do what we do. Right. Like you like could we're have...
0: a married couple and it's right. nobody's his business. I mean, I, again, I don't know how they got to this point of the conversation, but, and you know, it's not our business, what you do. And again, I hope that you and your wife are leading satisfied sex lives and we don't have to be hit over the head with yet another celebrity man, getting caught out there cheating and whatnot um but any again any instance where you are openly and publicly reinforcing these gender stereotypes these gender roles and these this this idea that it's different for men than it is for women like it's it's going to it is different but it's only different because You make it so it doesn't have right. to be Different and the reasoning Behind the differences and I've been Looking at this on the low for a while There is no reason Or if there is a reason that someone comes Up with it's trash like I have not I've yet to hear a good reason Why anything In regards to sex Should be different for men than it is for Women
1: right right And I think too like Uh, If we want to, when I was thinking when I was thinking about it, I was thinking like, you know, there. If we put it in gay terms, there's gay couples out there that there's certain things that they don't want to do. There's plenty of uh, same-sex couples, males who don't engage in anal sex, Um, and but that's but that's something that they negotiate with and they're both okay with.
0: Um, Right. That's what I'm saying. The personal aspect. It might be. It might work wonders for them. She may love to suck. She may. She might love nothing better to get up under there and suck DJ Khaled's dick and you know what more power to you sis. if get that's your ministry there. then praise right okay if he is giving you the strokes of of, of love that you enjoy and y'all have a healthy sex life and, sh- and no one's feeling deprived more power to you but again when you start taking your personal sex life and how you choose to have sex and Issuing it like it's a blanket statement, oh, it's different for men and for women. That's where you need to stop. You can say it's right. different for me and my wife. I would respect that all day. Right. But when you come right. out and you say, no, it's different for men and for women, that's when it's like, whoa, there, pump the brakes. Let's right. slow down and let's talk about this because what are you perpetuating?
1: right because and i can't oh go ahead go ahead
0: i was just gonna say again with him with his ties to hip-hop culture it just looks like it's the same thing like you basically you're promoting whole culture Mm -hmm. like oh you know these hoes they do whatever they they turn it out they suck dick and and we ain't got to do nothing but fuck these bitches and go on about our day and it's just like (laughs) oh god i I was gonna
1: say too with that mentality that he has uh i which he didn't go into great detail about his, you know, why it's different for men and women, but cuz he uh, didn't have a reason. But I get, I can't imagine that pleasing or making sure that his wife receives sexual pleasure to the extent he does is a priority for him. And that's what like it's like sad almost. Yeah, I mean, like,
0: it, you know, I don't, you know, don't want to speculate too much on his sex life because first of all it's DJ Khaled no shade no
1: but I'm just but, I'm just saying like with that mentality like well to say that it, there's a whole different set of rules yeah, it
0: did come across that way you know what I mean like if you read between the lines it's like right sex is for my pleasure exactly. not my wife's yeah Um. so that's most, what it came
1: across as and I was just like damn I'm, I'm, I'm sad for my and sis, not only like, that
0: he was and it's not only that because then he when he doubled down in it, it to me it's perpetuating that idea that sex is not for I don't want to say women mm-hmm. I would say mostly women but I I'm going to broaden that a little bit and and say that it it perpetuates the idea that sex is not for the recipient's pleasure
1: that's what that's what I heard
0: and when I say recipient in case anyone is is not understanding what I mean by that the receiving partner the woman the bottom whoever is having something inserted having a penis or penis adjacent inserted into them penis adjacent
1: that's my new uh (laughs) my new handle on twitter
0: speaking of penis adjacent did you see (laughs) off topic a little bit but it, it applies did you see i saw it on facebook i don't know if you saw it uh, some pictures was somebody I guess it was a stud that posted and she was like my dick and my 13s and it was like a strap yes. that had been cut up in and, and them yes. shoes you know I, I felt I, bad
1: for my sis
0: I I, I <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I was amused <laughs> not because no. the stuff got cut up but just the, the phrasing just took me down Listen, no Chris Brown.
1: We all got a different set of, you know. Um, I don't know what but the word is. Well, no,
0: I mean it was just the sp- the specific word that she used because she didn't say my strap. She didn't, oh. She said my dick, and I was just like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know why that took me down. I mean, you know, have at it if that's that's your connection to it and it is what it is but it caught me off guard and it made me laugh anyway so we've been talking about dj Khaled and a sexual habit that he does not do allegedly because like you said earlier people can say one thing and then in the bedroom you you never know he might be tied up leather bound she might be pegging his ass for all we know
1: Oh God. However now you said you didn't want to imagine DJ Khaled doing anything, but now you have the image. I of didn't him. no,
0: I didn't have an image. That just flew right off it, my tongue.
1: It's it's in my head now and I can't unsee it.
0: Oh well. <laughs> prayers for you. <laughs> Speaking of tongues and where DJ Khaled says his does not go, we're gonna get into some some habits of couples who have the hottest sex lives, allegedly. So this Mm -hmm. is a Huffington Post article And we're just going to run through some of these And see if we agree Now I believe that this is kind of written From more of a A heterosexual view However I am a I am of the mindset and a strong proponent That relationships Are relationships because Mm -hmm. It's people And so the differences between A heterosexual couple's relationship And a uh, Same gender loving Or Some variant of that Those relationships I don't think they differ Too too much
1: Mm-mm.
0: So let's get into it The first one says They let themselves get excited Together even when sex Isn't on the menu Savoring the slow build up Drawing it out or teasing each other When you're out in public and can't do Anything sexually explicit is a trait that most couples with hot sex lives share um i think i would agree i think that you assume when you see a couple that like kind of can't keep their hands off each other in public and yeah playfully because when y'all start doing all that smoochy shit and and being extra oh like God. it's the notebook i'm like y'all can go like just go home just just what? go home and get get it done get it, get her right. done but I definitely yeah. feel like cause I don't I can't uh, well do I mm, I mean we weren't a couple but you know we enjoyed things uh, you know uh, a guy that I have in mind and he, he was that way he was very touchy feely in public mm-hmm. and at first I was kind of uncomfortable just cause I had never experienced that Mm-hmm but i definitely would agree with this like little touches you know drawing it up and just being like "Ooh, you know i'm gonna sop your ass up with a biscuit when we get home all of that kind of stuff <laughs> i feel like leads to a hot quote unquote and maybe more importantly healthy sex life
1: yeah yeah i agree with that um you there's know, something definitely in the, the
0: tease the... there's something in the tease
1: the little a little touch here and there you know little um uh... Guiding the the person into the room, you know, with a little touch at the small of his back, you know, kind of ushering him in. Uh, Not but <laughs> uh, you know, when I when I read that though, I had to read it a couple times and then read the description under it because having the word excited and menu in the same sentence, I thought about food, um, and I just kept thinking like, you know, y'all go to a uh, a nice restaurant, get your favorite meal. I get excited with food, and especially I get excited if we both go into the same restaurant. That I mean, going to a restaurant that we love the same things from that restaurant. To me, that that's gonna make up for a good night because it says even when sex is not on the menu. So we might not be having sex, but we definitely getting turned on by this food right now. Um, but that's just my fat ass uh, point that's of some view. Fat
0: shit. Some fat ass <laughs> shit. I mean, I, I relate. but (laughs) i too get excited about food (laughs) but i'm
1: saying though like i didn't go there with that that's a turn on like it's just like oh my god i can't wait to you know order the number 10 or whatever wherever we go you know what i'm saying like i can't wait Mm, this is about to be so good i'm gonna get a large what you gonna get you know like (laughs) yeah (laughs)
0: the only thing that i that i thought about the last sentence when it was when it was saying that you're out in public and can't do anything sexually explicit in my mind immediately jumped to it's a lot of y'all out here that's doing stuff in public. so I don't know how true that is especially you gays y'all love to be in the parks and be in the cars and y'all love to test boundaries and that's yeah. cute for your little tumblr videos or whatever I was gonna
1: say there's plenty of tumblr pages dedicated
0: to that <laughs> however just a friendly reminder that shit will will get you locked up <laughs> right. And no, put on a sex offenders list. Yeah, if you get caught, depending on where you are, you probably will get locked up and you might have to register as a sex offender. Uh so just be careful, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. But slow build up, yes. I just would suggest that you wait until you get home. And then let yeah. let a rip, you know, climb the walls, do the Spider Man, do whatever it is that you do. Eat okay. Cake. Well
1: Pun unless you, intended.
0: Unless you DJ Khaled So the next one says Every year they get a little bit Dirtier Mm. Couples with hot sex lives are always Up in the ante in the bedroom Whether it's grapefruiting uh, Or trying some next level Sex position they seek out the new And unexplored So listen First of all grapefruit is Disgusting She does not taste good Second of all I don't know if citrus and genitals mix. I don't think they know each other. I don't think they no. I don't think they're friends. Um, I don't think that they are confidants. Yeah. I, I could be wrong. I mean, I listen, if you out there and grapefruiting is one of your techniques and you want to share your experience, feel free to reach out. But...
1: Is it me? Does or does grapefruiting just seem so unnecessary?
0: Very much so. Like if you need a little extra lube, lube use some lube. Use some, you know. Wet your mouth. You know, uh, spit, spit. Good what, old what? fashioned spit. When's the last time you, you, you
1: know walked down a lube aisle or I would lube in it and it said, now with citrus extract? Like, never.
0: Yeah, so never. I don't, I don't feel like citrus should be involved in <laughs> sex. I don't. I don't think so either. And, that and, and, seems like such an unnecessary thing. Right. And so the whole grapefruity thing, I mean, I'm sure there's some variant of it were, was probably a thing before it was in Girl's Trip. However, mm. in Girl's Trip, I think they made a very important point and that when the citrus juice got into the peepee hole, mm. it was a disaster. So, oh my gosh! Anyway, yeah. I'm not sure why we're concentrating on the grapefruiting.
1: I don't know either, but, but I, I
0: get, I get it. I would, I would imagine that if you are a couple in a long term relationship, you're doing something to keep things spicy in the bedroom Mm -hmm. hopefully um and it may not be anything as extreme as wasting a grapefruit but you know it could just it could just be a new position maybe you get a kama sutra book and y'all do some different things um i don't know maybe i don't know you know
1: yeah i it's i think it's important to you know each each year do try something different or up the ante a little bit i do feel like there's a, it's a little bit of danger in that as well right because um, you, then
0: you might mess around and be like trey and alex from noah's ark and then every every week he coming home with some new sex toy and you like exactly I'm tired, about plastic. I'm tired of all the plastic i just want the flesh
1: exactly Exactly. And you might, you know, right. it, it might morph into, you know, a monster. A yeah, you bit.
0: want to be careful that you're not, you don't get addicted to trying to up the ante versus actually enjoying the experience.
1: Exactly. Exactly. I like that.
0: I would agree. I would agree. Okay. Next, it says they take care of themselves. Couples with hot sex lives understand that feeling confident bolsters their sex drive. That doesn't mean that they're hitting spin class every day or have zero body fat. The kind of confidence and inherent sexiness they possess is more full-bodied and holistic than that. Um, I would agree. I, I, I feel like we've had plenty of examples in media and probably talking to our friends who are cursed to be in long-term relationships that yeah. sometimes feeling like they let themselves go or they feel unattractive mm-hmm. and it would affect their sex life because we know that for whatever reason people don't like discussing sex and so mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing that goes undiscussed and it leads to further complications because instead of telling your partner, Hey, I feel kinda unattractive and letting your partner be like, I don't know what you're talking because 'cause I'm about to we about to smang um so uh, but i agree that i think having a level of self-confidence and this is funny because i I went to dinner last night with a friend of mine and we were talking about confidence i think having a level of self-confidence will lead to your sex life being healthier and right Whatever taking care of yourself means, and like the article says, it may not mean working out. It may not mean, you know, going to spin class and doing yoga and and all of that kind of stuff. It may mean making sure that your mental health is on point. Right. It may mean doing the things that make you happy. If you love to cook, maybe cooking helps release those endorphins and is an aphrodisiac for you. And that's how you Mm. keep yourself taken care of so that you can take care of business in the bedroom.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I um, mean for some people it might may just mean uh like you said, outside of going to the gym and, you know, having six pack abs, it could be you making sure that, you know, you got your toes done or you got your hair done or right. you got you got a fresh haircut. Right. Um, Maybe you but got you, waxed
0: or something like that. Right. And
1: I feel like you you have to uh you have to somewhat feed your the things that you need in order to feel comfortable or confident going into, you know, uh, being intimate with somebody. Um, you know, some some guys be like, you know, I don't I don't care what it looked like, what it smelled like, just bring it over here. But you might not necessarily be comfort, comfortable listen, with that. Listen,
0: listen. You see what I mean? Hashtag so. a good rinse.
1: <laughs> just splash some splash some water around and just come over here. No, no, no. like. You might, you know, you might feel like it's more important for you to spend some extra time, you know, in the shower, in the bathtub, whatever, you know, with your favorite essential oils and such, um, because that's what, you know, feeds your your turn on meter. So um, that taking care of yourself thing, it's it's very important. It's very important because you, m- you might not even be into it because you didn't get the opportunity to take care of yourself first.
0: Right. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah um, so really quick though, on the body aspect of it um mm-hmm. I would say that it is it's important to be able to express how you feel about your partner's body or how mm-hmm. you feel about your body to your partner mm-hmm and the reason why i say that because again we've seen so many examples of a man because it's usually not i can't think of many examples where a man in a relationship with the woman gains weight and she's like i'm just not attracted to that nigga no more usually what we see is it, the woman may gain some weight she may have had some kids and her body changes the body mm-hmm. her body composition changes and the man is like um, you know I'm not attracted to you no more you need to work out you need to eat more salads they may and it may even be subtle passive aggressive stuff like they may yeah. like shit you might see your man liking statuses on Instagram that dumbass joke talking about oh you bitches need more cardio and less Cardi B dumbest joke ever I don't know who told y'all that that was funny or clever it is not but anyway I, I digress it. So I think it's very important to have those lines Of communication open I mean in a in a relationship in general But again Sexually and as far as your body Goes we can all talk About body positivity and all that kind of stuff And I agree with it but however But however Listen to me Um, <laughs> I am a strong proponent and at some point I'm going to get more into this but I'm a strong Proponent of you cannot force Attraction. It doesn't matter right. what's politically correct. It doesn't. It, none of that matters. If if a person is attracted, they're attracted. If they're not attracted, they're not attracted. Right. And so if it gets to a point where you feel unattractive or you are not or you're losing attractiveness towards your partner because of, of changes in their body. Again, it's just it's very, very important to have those lines of communication open. So I, I didn't want to. Touch past this one and not Address that because it kind of glossed Over the physical Aspect of it but the physical aspect Is still important
1: but you know Something uh, maybe I don't know if this ties into it completely but Sometimes There's been instances too where Somebody has an insecurity And Their partner you know Doesn't care About that like You know
0: yeah, but that's why I said it's important for you if you are not feeling attractive or if you have, it's important for you to express that to your partner. It goes both but ways. What,
1: but I'm saying, like, what does that conversation even sound like? Like, if I, let's say, uh, uh, you know, I got, I got some middies, I got t- man titties, whatever, and I'm very insecure about it, but my partner's like, man, bring them things over here, let me suck on them, but that does not, in, that doesn't make me feel more confident about it. That, that you know, that just, that I'm still insecure about it and I'm still, you know, covering up. I'm still like embarrassed. How does a person get past that?
0: Um, I mean, number one, I don't think that that's all on your partner. Right. A lot of True. that is internal, but I would definitely suggest letting your partner know. And I don't know what the exact, come on horns. <laughs> base. <That's my> <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that exact. Conversation sounds like. I don't know how you reach that subject,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I would imagine that it's, it would be better and more positive and easier to say, hey, you know, I just, I feel a way about my, my chest situation mm-hmm. and letting the, uh, trying to, and trying to do your best to absorb the fact that they love your body the way that it is Right. and hopefully you have a partner that's supportive and be like I mean they're gonna get sucked either way I, you know exactly maybe you need something a little bit more eloquent but no I like that whatever the whatever <laughs> the response is and then maybe they say but you know if it, if it's really bothering you then we need to talk about it more when we're not about to sweat it out exactly So that we can get to the root of it. And then, you know, you start, you have to ask yourself, okay, I have this insecurity, but what am I doing to combat it? And I'm not saying that you need to get to the gym and you need to pump it out. I'm not saying you need to go to Dr. Curves or your, you know, whatever. But the thing about insecurities, and this is me probably reading myself, definitely reading myself is the insecurity is going to be there regardless. So, Mm -hmm you can either choose to let it torture you Uh or you can choose to do something about it. And again, that's if you're doing the mental work, trying to figure out where it's coming from, the source of it. If you're doing something to reverse it, if it's something about your body that you don't like, maybe you do start working out. Maybe you do get a bow flex. You start doing them chest flies and you'd be like, I'm, I am determined to look like my favorite Instagram nigga who always have (laughs) his chest out. Right. You know what I mean? But My point is just letting The insecurity fester You're never going to get anywhere If you don't open your mouth And if you don't take yourself to task Mm -hmm. You're not going to get anywhere
1: Yeah totally agree 100%
0: Okay so the next one says They laugh in and outside the bedroom Sex isn't always sultry (laughs) She Seductive or hot (laughs) Silly things happen when two bodies Slap against each other Okay
1: Listen here.
0: Not to mention funny noises. Okay. When awkward moments arise, couples with great sex lives take it in stride and laugh about it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, to my point, like, sex is communication. And we both know, like, you know, there's going to be some f- funny noises. Everything is its not going to happen like it happens in the, the movies. It's not going to happen like it happens, right. you, know, you know, in a what? flick. It, You know, you might...
0: Because they can get that might stuff happen. out. Something exactly. funny might happen. You know, yeah. you, you know, he might be hitting it from the back and, and you misplaced a hand in your ass and fell out the bed. You know, you can laugh about <laughs> it and be like, OK, maybe we try. We change positions now. Right. You know, right. maybe I need to get on top because clearly you're trying to kill me. Ha ha. You right. know what I mean? Right but definitely yeah. communication and definitely you know you can, you just can't take things too serious i know you know getting down to the business and slapping skins is to an extent serious business because especially for men because men are as much as we say that they don't have to be they prove that that's what they want to be in a lot of instances pleasure driven Mm-hmm. So I get that it can be serious business to a certain degree, but I mean have fun. You know what I'm saying? Have yeah, fun. That, that reminds
1: me of that scene in Insecure when uh Issa was sitting with um
0: Oh yeah. With what's Daniel? his face? Daniel. No,
1: no, no. It was no? the other guy. It was she was just on one of her dates. what's, what's the fine ass singer's name?
0: Uh Dark
1: Luke James singer. Luke James. She was sitting with Luke James and she started like giggling and uh he was you know he was just like kind of giggling at first and my point
0: to say all this is like let's let's not turn it into a comedy show though let's
1: get back to the business okay
0: yeah that's Um, that's fair you know uh, like you know it's it's not deaf comedy jam right however (laughs) right we can laugh and we can you know when little things happen you know if that pussy whistling or something then we can have a chuckle (laughs) and keep it going yo exactly like however yeah. That creaming shit is not a laughing matter, and that's all I'm gonna say.
1: Oh my god. Get me out of here. Okay. What's that's the next all one? Say. <laughs> the next one says <laughs> I can imagine you'd be like, We gotta go to the to the ER right now.
0: <laughs> no, we don't have to go to the ER. I know what's happening, however <laughs> don't you be sitting up here thinking that you got me seeing the moons and the stars and the backside of Pluto because it's creamy, that anyway, the next Jesus. one says, they masturbate during sex. Here's a dirty little secret about relationship sex. Masturbating is much more fun when you're not doing it alone. plus, in the process, your partner gets a master class on the most reliable ways to please you. So two things <clears throat> with this: Okay, I feel like this can be true. However, at the same time, I feel like most couples would probably be like, ain't nobody got time to be masturbating during sex. Like, let's get to it. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering how realistic this is. Uh, I thought that
1: everybody uh, masturbated during sex. Um, Yeah, I just, I'll just leave it there. I thought everybody did. I mean, I thought that's just how you that's it's a part of it, like it's a part of the experience, like I'm giving you a helping hand while you doing your business or you know vice versa i yeah, I thought that's what everybody did, I mean, from what I've seen in videos like even with heterosexuals, like the woman is you know uh playing d j figure ficken down there while the guy is you know inside her. And then, same thing with, you know, Uh, two males having sex. The guy's, you know, masturbating while the other guy's inside him. Like, that's the way
0: I interpret it. I uh, thought, I guess so. I guess so. That's, yeah, I, I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah. But I don't know if that's masturbation for the sake of masturbation because it's a part of sex. Mm-hmm. or if that's masturbation because this nigga is rearranging my guts and i'm trying to get some pleasure too i don't know i don't know
1: <laughs> well then too like some people don't want the whole meal they, will, they just want to get you know they want to
0: get a couple items off the value menu so it's, that is very true some people you know, be like, just give me the snack wrap and, and let me go on about my day
1: exactly and so like going back to the you know the the whole menu thing. What if one of our uh, favorite places to eat is the taco spot, but in the middle of the night, you know, I want a little you know attention, and I want to you know feel around. We obviously are both going to be masturbating that night. Nobody's going to be inside of anybody. Child. So, <laughs> um, that's that's the way I interpret it. Like, you know, masturb I think masturbating with your partner is actually really good because again y'all might not be in the full position or have the full energy to do the whole shebang you right. might just you know want to you know just get that nut but have them with you have yeah. them in the same bed right. with you you know what I'm saying you mm-hmm. have you know that person to play off of so I, I like that's probably my favorite rule or not rule but uh, habit. you know whatever habit in, out of all of these
0: yeah so I guess because the way I read it was more of the, the last line of having a master class on how to please your partner you have to be attentive because if y'all yeah. are both masturbating for pleasure then you're not seeing what they like and they're not seeing what you like but exactly it, there's different and, levels to it so i agree and with you that. can
1: and you can pick up on things too like if you notice that your guy you know while he's jacking off he like flicks his nipple here and here and there like then now you know like that's a trigger for him, his nipple. So yeah. you can use that move later on, you know, when y'all full throttle or whatever. Yeah. Like you could just pick up on, on certain little things while that person's masturbating. So I, numbers, what's that, number five? five. Number
0: yeah. five is a winner for me, but go ahead. So let me say this before we move on. Because y'all, these memes where y'all are not wanting to suck nobody nipple so they can get theirs after you got yours. Y'all be looking funny in the light, and I'm going to leave it at that.
1: <laughs> so the next
0: one, when the lights come on, y'all looking real the fuck, ha-ha. Um, they explore each other's fantasies. In mm. the words of sex columnist Dan Savage, the best sex partners are good, giving, and game. In other words, they're skilled in bed, thanks to a lot of practice. Mm. That might be a bone of contention They're generous <laughs> And they're willing to try out whatever their Partners into within reason You goddamn right Yeah. Because if you want to shit on these raws where well, you got to get out of my house Get out <laughs> The three G's are Especially important in long term Committed relationships In which things can easily become stagnant In the bedroom mm-hmm. Um, I just agree I, I, You have to be I won't say you have to be it, it's a good suggestion To be open to your partner's fantasies And for you To have your partner Be open to yours you, yeah. you want to try different things If you want Listen If you want to reenact Something from Whatever if you want to dress up If you want to do cosplay Like whatever you're into mm-hmm. I say explore And, and, and have fun
1: Right. Yeah, I think uh it's totally important to explore, you know, your partner's fantasies and you don't necessarily have to fully commit, you know, I you know, like yeah. fully immerse yourself in it, but you can you can kinda, you know, help them along the way. Like if you if your if your partner has always had a, a stripper fantasy, you know, it hey. it don't it don't cost you nothing to take a you know take a class and you know learn a few moves buy a little you know skimpy outfit you know just especially if you you know you love this person you want to see them happy yeah like why not like that to me the people who don't want to do stuff like that or they feel like it's silly and stuff like that they losing because uh, you know
0: I wouldn't say that I would say I so. I, I would I would say it's goes back to what you've been kind of saying throughout the conversation is that sex is communication. Mm-hmm. And so this is just another aspect of that communication. Cause I think where the issues lie is when someone who is into vanilla sex comes across someone who is not into vanilla sex. And because they don't communicate openly either both ways or one way, that's where you have the issues, and so then all of a sudden, his girl, he came in there talking about, you know, he wanted to have me swinging from the chandelier. And he, he don't know I got a bad back and something like that, and it's just like <laughs> that kind of stuff where it's like if those lines of communication were a little bit o- more open, right? Because you don't want to be in a situation where you are surprised. Mm-hmm. 100%. Where one hundred percent, it's okay. I'm I'm gonna spring this on him or her number one doing the surprising or being surprised and it's like, okay, we've been doing great. You know, we've been trying little things. You know, he went and got me a nice little uh, leather harness and I'm I didn't know I was into leather like that, but I'm starting to like it. And then the next thing you know, this nigga comes in with like one of them machine fuckers and you're like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> wait with a, a minute. mask on. With a mask on and a whip. Right. Or he come in there dressed like a pony and you're like hold on how did right, we right, get right. from leather harnesses to pony play you know what i mean right i also think that you know there needs to be a gradual aspect of it but that's with all things humans we are not built to go from 100, from zero to a hundred like we need the gradual so work your way up to if pony play is your end goal you might want to work your way up to it or you might want to start off with that and find you somebody that's like listen i have a saddle for you okay and we can ride right Right. okay last one they kiss and touch throughout the day just to show they care a playful pinch on the butt or kiss before work matters more than you think Putting a premium on non-sexy time touch is a great way to remind your partner that you're content and still very much attracted to him or her. Uh, I think that this is a good habit to have because, again, a lot of times we, we see these relationships and even from my own personal experience where when the relationship is going awry or something is not right, the mm-hmm. first thing you kind of take away is You take away the communication, you take away the touch yeah. You know what I mean So I think, true. I think it is Very important to Maintain that through your Throughout your relationship, you know, a little playful You know, even if You know, even if you're Well, that may not be good I was going to say like, you know, if your Partner said, oh, you know, I'm kind of insecure About my love handles, and you just walk by and pinch them Be like, hmm Right, like be like, don't that, think.
1: that. Yeah, that might not be.
0: That, that may not be. But what I'm saying, you know, a little pat on the butt while you know I'm bending over getting yogurt or something, I could see it. I could see it.
1: Well, I was gonna say too, like, um, you know, well to to reinforce your point about like a love handles thing that that might go more into like when y'all behind closed doors. Like you might not squeeze them in public, but when it's just y'all too like you kiss on them bad boys. Like these my love handles. I I love. Them.
0: Like, well, I mean, know. but that—that's more now because now you're talking about the actual act of sex versus right, we're right, talking right, about non-sexy time.
1: Right, right. I'm just saying to you might not be able to pinch them outside, but you know, on the inside,
0: you yeah, can, you can you can um, show them in
1: the, that you love them in a way. But as far as like the, the the PDA or the you know kissing and the pinching and all that little stuff, um, the you little, know that might yeah. that might put some fuel in your tank for later on. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it might you know to me it's a way that you know you let your partner know that they still sexy to you they still yeah. turn you on you know you still you you staring at them when they walk across the room and then when they finally get to you you know you give them a little little booty rub whatever everybody loves a, a nice little booty rub
0: every now and then
1: so um, yeah I, I definitely like uh, number seven
0: yeah
1: I like
0: that too I like that oh. is he still with us?
1: I know
0: he was going through it. He he gouged out his eye. Yeah, I think he was doing. He went to jail, or he was doing something for people coming out of. I don't know. We gonna keep him lifted in prayer. We'll keep him lifted.
1: Um, most of the uh, the thing, like all of these things, pretty much tie into you know how I feel about healthy communication when it comes to sex. Honestly, Mm -hmm. um, like I feel like one you should talk about the things that y'all uh are doing that like, you like. Th- that you that you <laughs> like and that you don't like too And that you know? don't like yeah um, i mean
0: i think it usually it's pretty the don't like is is usually what gets talked about but what mm-hmm. you do like it, i think you know the the typical things like you know especially with gays it's like you know do you suck dick do you eat ass and it's like things that kind of get swept under the rug, like I said, being into different things, maybe cosplay, or I don't know, food, which uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, whipped cream, I can't turn my nose up at that, because I've experienced it, and it's lit, but something, I mean, you never know, you know what I mean? Like, I've right. I've seen shows where people have, like, a little food fetish, and that's part of their sexual experience, so
1: but you don't, like, you know, when I say talk about it, too, like, for some people, they they might feel very uncomfortable talking to their partner about what they like and what they don't like. Some people yeah. get embarrassed. And I'm not saying you got to pull out a pie chart, you know, in the bed and, you know, with a whole, you know, with a laser and show them, this is where you had me fucked up last night. Like, you don't have to do all that.
0: Or this is you where you can... didn't have me fucked up enough.
1: <laughs> right. But you can say, you know, man, like, last night, that thing you did, that. Like, that was amazing. Um, or, you know, you could just be like, you know, next time we're in the bedroom, can we try this? Because what you did last night, like, it felt a little weird. Like, you know, it, it, it might be an uneasy conversation, but it'll get easier over time if you just are very open with your, your partner about what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy. And also, like, we're grown. Like, <laughs> have these conversations. Yeah. Because who why shouldn't you have a, a, a meaningful conversation about sharing your body with somebody who that you're like sharing bodily fluids with? If, any, if that's anybody, sh- that's the person you should be being open uh, and communicating with about what you like and what you don't like. Uh, it's important. I agree. Um, and then also like listening. Listening to your partner. Not just listening to them telling you what they don't and don't like, but like listening to them you know while you are in the bedroom. If you're not hearing the moans like you did when you was doing the other thing, then you might want to go to that other thing you was doing before. Like, uh, if they ain't tuning it up, you know, then they might not, you know, not, not be liking what you're doing at that at that moment. If they, you know, shying away when you're trying to squeeze their ass in public and all that stuff, they might not enjoy it. Like, it's some nonverbal cues that you need to be paying attention to, you know, to your partner. Um, versus them just sitting down telling you what they do and don't like
0: yeah I agree with that
1: yeah Um, and I think my last thing is when when you talk about like trying new things in the the bedroom or when you talk about uh, feeding into your partner's fetishes like let's say your partner's into feet you might not necessarily be into feet um, but let's say you're not disgusted by feet because there's a difference there's a difference That's like i i am i'm not a big uh i'm not a big nipple person but if somebody's sucking my nipples i'm not gonna stop them either like it's like oh thank you that's very nice of you like i'm not i'm just not gonna like Uh you know push them away um but it's like somebody's in the feet or whatever like let them indulge every now and then go get your feet done don't have like nasty ass feet just because you not into feet like try to meet your partner halfway you know what i'm saying like you know do it every now and then nobody's saying that you you have to completely subscribe to your partner's fantasies but <laughs> give them give them a little a little diet dose of what you know they like
0: i'm sorry i just he said that and i just imagined somebody being like I'm going to go get my feet up. I got a treat for you. Happy birthday, <laughs> boo. Bam! <laughs> Size 12. All up on you. Have it at it. Enjoy yourself. Right. It's I went a to celebration, Shanae-Nae's.
1: bitch. I went to, to Shenene's Salon. I let I let them grind these feet down. Just so, for you, boo. Just for you, baby. <laughs> but, yeah, you like, I, and, you know, what I was talking about earlier about the whole, like, stripping thing. Like, nobody said you had to go out and become a whole stripper. But, you know, maybe y'all can go to a strip club together and then later on that night, you know, y'all y'all
0: hey
1: have sex. You know hey. what I'm saying? Like just
0: Beyonce takes Jay Z to the strip club some um, hey. hey.
1: Just a diet version
0: hey! of of <laughs> what your
1: partner enjoys. Sometimes yeah. most of the times that's enough. Just trying to meet them and let them know, look, I, I care about what you into. I'm not into it, but I care about what you into and I'm willing to, you know, meet you halfway
0: that's yeah i agree that's fair and i think that's gonna wrap up this conversation it was it was something and uh, if you are listening to this and you're in a relationship and you can relate to some of these or if there were some things that you felt were off and you want to add to the conversation feel free to tweet at us at the show use the hashtag gay side pod when you do so And keep the conversation going. So we're going to move on to the last segment. And that is the Queer Query. Question. So. Okay. Couple of questions. So what we're going to do this time is because Darius and I started talking, planning the episode and he was. He just busted out all kinds of questions Like his ass was freaking Wendy Williams And shit and I was like you know what Why don't you ask some questions And I've done this a couple of times on the show So we're gonna Trade off so I'll ask a question and then you Ask one okay so First question what's a 2018 Goal that you're working on
1: Uh 2018 Goal that I'm working on is actually Um putting together another art Show um last year I did uh, my first uh, art exhibit uh, whatever you want to call it, art exhibit, art show um, and it was called the uh, uh, Power Art Show I did it in Atlanta and I you know, showed off with my photography and my, um, my paintings and stuff like that and it was a success this year uh, I want to do it again obviously but I, I want to add some other elements to it and I really, the whole goal of the show is to inspire other people to be artistic um so i want to add some new elements to it um the same set of uh, concerns and fears that set in when i did the show last year are starting to set in now you think after you you know conquer your fear you know you can just do it again but so far it's 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 uh, it's you know it's turned out to be a scary thing so that's my goal 2018 to put together another show
0: okay um i've Said this on the show before, probably uh, many episodes ago, but one of my goals is to kind of kickstart this writing thing again and see how I can shape that. So I actually have started that a little. That's good. Um, but we'll talk about that a little bit more, uh, a little bit later. So, uh, you go. What's your question?
1: Okay, my questions are really random. Okay, is that okay?
0: I mean, my questions are random, too. We went from okay. talking about DJ Khaled not licking pussy to 2018 <laughs> goals. Like that That's the whole point true. of the queer query is to be completely separate from the conversation so people can get a different aspect of you and me, to be quite honest.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. What
0: uh, What is
1: your favorite thing about yourself? It could be physically. It could be a character trait. Anything. Like, What is one thing about yourself that you... Are completely confident about, and it's your favorite thing about you. Ooh.
0: Um, I don't know if I would say I have something I'm completely confident about, but something that I've been growing to appreciate about myself is that I find myself making people laugh. Okay, and I particularly don't think I'm funny. Like I don't yeah. think I'm well, saying anything that's funny. Yeah, sometimes you might, you might I want do. to toss that
1: out because I was laughing my ass off I mean, sometimes this, this I whole do, episode.
0: Sometimes I do say things that I know would probably be funny, but sometimes I just say something and people, you know, I, I just have found, or rather I would say I've learned to appreciate more that I make people laugh even when I don't mean to. Mm-hmm. So that's probably my favorite thing about myself because I it's just kind of something that I stumble across. Like I'm no comedian. Mm -hmm. I'm no Eddie Murphy. I'm no kid fury or nothing like that. But I, I, and the reason why I cherish that is because I don't feel like I'm a comedian. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think laughter is good for the soul. You know, I know it's a cliche, but it, it it really is. And it's laughter is one of the best medicines. So even if we're just having a conversation about whatever, if I say something off the wall, like we could be <laughs> a good example. Um, I was at my friend Nikki's house and we were watching TV with one of our other friends. And just off the top of my head, the lady was saying, somebody was saying something. And I was like, you know, you need to renovate that face, just making a joke, but people appreciating that kind of stuff and laughing. Right. And, you know what I mean? So I, that's something that I've kind of, learn to appreciate about myself what about you
1: um i've always been able to make people laugh um but uh something that i've uh kind of perfected over time is uh having i don't know if this is the right word i won't, so i won't use it because i don't know if it's the right word uh (laughs) but having like concern for other people and uh what's going on in their life before i even start start to discuss my own um like I'm one of those people like I I don't like to start off a conversation with what you're doing like I I would prefer to ask how you doing or how's your day going um because I think it's important like even if I I'm sitting down in my barber chair before my barber lays a hand on my head I'm like how's your day going what's going on with you um and just really try to uh just have like a a deeper level of uh uh connection and conversation with somebody cuz you just never know what people are in their day um, you never know how they might be feeling uh, I know plenty of times where I call like, call on some of my best friends and you know with your best friends you can get really uh, comfortable you know in the way you communicate you're supposed to be comfortable but some of your best friends are, aren't telling you everything because they're so used to the way that y'all communicate and if you just stop for a second and be like hey what's going on with you how's everything you know are you doing alright you sure you're doing alright like you know so my ability to just really kind of uh go um below the surface um of regular communication. I like that about myself. Okay. I like that. I
0: like that. Okay. Next question. What's one of your dream vacations?
1: Okay. Um so I can't say that I have a real dream vacation because I've been to pretty much all watching get vacations already. Oh, well. Uh, snaps for you. <laughs> but uh, I will say I have a goal um, and that is to uh, rent out like a villa or beach home or something like that and have the beach be in the backyard and it be a new beach.
0: Okay.
1: And I participate in that nudity. Oh, I, don't just, I don't just watch because Okay. I've been I've been to new beaches before, but let me tell you about how I was fully covered with the armor of God while I was there. Like <laughs> uh, it was just like nobody's going to see these, these areolas today. in the blankets
0: uh, of Jesus,
1: <laughs> wrapped in swaddling clothing. do You hear me? Um, but um, I want I want to participate in the nakedness. Um, so, but I wanted to be like in a beautiful beach location and you know perfect weather and all that. So.
0: Maybe Hawaii? You know, I've never been to Hawaii yet. So
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's
0: a that's a um, idea. I don't know if I have a I have an idea. I don't have like a destination and it was kind of along the same lines as what you were saying, but then you went a little bit left. <laughs> but <laughs> my dream vacation would be to to if I could have all of the people that are close to me and, you know, maybe their loved ones if if they are not a Trump supporter and not misogynistic or homophobic. Anyway. But. And we just go somewhere and we have that same kind of thing, maybe like a line of villas along the beach. And we just enjoy each other's company, enjoy good food. Yeah. Maybe, you know, partake of, um, a little puff puff and oh, just right. really relax and enjoy being us together away from home you know in a non-stressful environment we don't have to worry about traffic we don't Mm. have to worry about the weather acting ass we don't have to worry about anything it's just smooth sailing literally and maybe figuratively or figuratively maybe literally um yeah and we just okay enjoy
1: i like it maybe like have like a like every Body, like cooks in the house and you don't necessarily have to go out to eat all the time that like, maybe, i mean i don't I'm, cook I'm so cook. good i'm gonna cross off this question i was about to ask you yeah
0: i don't cook so that <laughs> may not you know what i mean i'd be like yo i mean i'll support you and whatever you do i i clean i'll clean you'll clean up afterwards yeah but i don't i don't cook wait
1: but you got to have like a dish that you can make what what can you make
0: I so there's a difference between being able to cook and being able to feed yourself. I can feed myself, okay. but I don't
1: cook. Well, okay, if you had to cook, like to for somebody to, like impress them,
0: I don't have a signature dish if with your terrible, you're
1: with your not with your not good cooking I don't, skills. I
0: don't have a signature dish.
1: What? Not even like chicken alfredo? Uh. Ugh.
0: <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. I don't cook not, like that. I don't. What about know? baked chicken? Um, I mean, I don't. I don't have a set recipe. It's just kind of like whatever I feel like. You know what I mean? Like I said, for me, because I'm not picky with food, mm-hmm. so I can do bare minimum type stuff and get my grub on. So that's why I say I don't. I don't. I've never really cooked for anybody. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's a loaded question and i'm not going to open that jack in the box i'm we're it's, not going to do that
1: it's not my official question okay
0: what's your official this is my lesson?
1: my my final question it's it's on it's i'm leaving it on a a high note okay um who in your circle makes you laugh the hardest
0: ooh uh uh who in my circle makes me laugh the hardest that's 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 a hard question it can be more than one. Um, definitely Candice. Uh, y'all probably know her from Ratchet Ramblings. She's London and Mommy on Twitter. She used to be Intense Desire. She is one of you know one of the ones that makes me laugh all the time. Um, I guess I'll I'll leave it at that. You know, cause pretty much everyone that i interact with on a regular basis makes me laugh at some point some degree there's some kind of shade or something going on you know some funny story They i'm bump somebody with a card and had to cut somebody out like something going on where they may make me laugh but i think probably candace would be the most consistent like just the way That's she you. phrases things sometimes and yeah but what That's about good. you? What about you?
1: I, I, you know, it's not easy to make me just like slap Goof. my knee laugh. Goof it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not. But they, I do have a couple people, and again, like like you, they don't necessarily try to be funny. They just are, um, and that would be my best friend, uh, Tantiana, uh, my friend uh, Markel, and then I, uh, my friend Philip. They
0: hey friends.
1: Though they don't even try they just say something and it could be dead serious and i i'll be like on tear in tears you know and some of them even look at me like i don't even know why you laughing i wasn't even i wasn't even trying to and i'm just like the way you said it i'm i'm a mess so um yeah i would say those those people
0: okay there's
1: a couple of others but those, okay.
0: those three well I feel honored that you were laughing during this show
1: I was
0: because you are a funny person I wasn't like, trying to be f- I mean some things I was like okay I know this is going to be for some stuff I was. I mean sometimes most of the time it's just me reacting right Um, and it may come out funny if I'm lucky right alright so you guys that is going to wrap up this episode of Gay Side Stories Darius yeah. thank you so much for being on the show being a great host and having these amazing conversations, we—I feel like we talked about a lot, but it was all good. Um, tell people where they can find you. Um. Well, I am Darius Amore. Uh, that's
1: D-A-R-I-U-S-A-M-O-R-E on just about everything. Uh, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, those are my two weapons of choice. Um, and then I have a website, DariusAmore.com where I show off my my art, uh, my art things, my photography, and coming soon will be my my paintings and um, fine art. And uh, stay tuned for any you know artsy partsy things that I post online. And yeah, that's where you can find me.
0: Work it out, okay. Speaking of websites, guys, go to gaysidestories.com, dot com. That is the hub for more information about oh guests like Darius who have things going on in the background. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, though. No, I was trying to sabotage you, low key. Like
0: you you know, I mean it's the end of the show at this this is probably the point where people turn it off anyway. So it is okay, however, <laughs> clocked. All right. Gay com. GaySideStories at gmail.com if you want at to get gmail.com. in touch with me. Uh, social media pages, Twitter, Instagram, at Gay all one word. Facebook page is Facebook dot com slash these discussion. Well, I can't talk. The discussion group is hashtag gay pod on Facebook. Subscribe. If you have not already, you can find the show on whatever you're listening to right now, but also SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, tune in Stitcher, Google play music. I am looking to probably expand that in the next couple of weeks. We'll see what happens. But while you're on these podcasting apps, if they allow you, go ahead and leave a five star Rating and if you feel so inclined, write a review as well. But most importantly, you guys make sure you're sharing the show. Word of mouth is still one of the biggest and bestest ways. Yes, I said bestest. Come on, bestest ways to get the word out about really, literally anything, but with podcasts as well. So I would appreciate if you share this show with others. You can do it on Instagram. You can do it on your Facebook, or you can just do it in your do it in the iMessage. All right. Um, So the gay side short stories are going to be making a comeback. I've been I don't want to say teasing. Really, I've been saying I'm going to do it, but I've been lazy. So <laughs> I finally got around <laughs> to it. So check out the latest gay side short story it should be on the site. By the time you hear this called Higher Beings, it is NSFW not safe for work, but, you know, it is what it is. So again, you guys, thank you for listening. Oh, and if you would be so inclined, do me a huge favor and take that audience survey. It's bit.ly slash survey. So that's l y slash survey. Take the little survey, just helps me out, see what my demographics are and all of that kind of good stuff. Again, like I said, thank you for listening. And do not forget the lost commandment Thou shalt protect thy walls Or thou may fuck around And have an unhealthy sex life You might fuck around And be with somebody who Don't even want to lick your walls (laughs) And we are out of here Bye you guys Bye